My name's Joe. You might see me from time to time around here. Um, I have the pleasure of leading our youth at Three Timbers Church. And uh, just like everybody else, I'm sure everyone's had a very busy summer. Well, our youth group, we like to keep things very busy during the summer as well. And you just saw a video from our Great Escape camp that our middle schoolers had the opportunity to go to. And I'm not sure about you guys, but after I see that video, I'm ready to sign up again all over again for next year. We have an amazing time. We go to Green Lake, Wisconsin, which is a very short eight and a half hour drive from here. Super simple, super easy, um, but completely worth it. We also, uh, every single year, our high schoolers have an opportunity to go on a mission trip somewhere around the country. And this year we had the chance to go to Memphis, Tennessee. Um, we had an amazing year this year as a church. We had an amazing year this year as a youth group. And this summer, uh, these are just two highlights of what we've been doing all summer long. Um, but I'm going to give an opportunity to some wonderful people who represent our teams that went to the Great Escape in Wisconsin for camp, as well as to Memphis, Tennessee on our mission trip. And before I let them talk real quick, because obviously I love talking myself, I just want to let you guys know that this year was an incredible experience for everyone that went on the trip. And we brought in more people than have ever gone on summer trips before this year. We had 21 campers, 17 kids, four adults go to camp. We had 17 people on our mission trip this year. It was an amazing opportunity. So many incredible young people that are really diving into God's word, diving into this experience, and diving into what the future has for them. So these are just some representatives, these very brave people. So I'm going to ask that you guys give them your full attention. And guys, if it's okay, just say your name, say what school you might go to, and what grade you're in, okay? Excellent stuff. Hmm. So we got some good representation here from our high school group as well as from our middle school group. And obviously I'm making the assumption that not everyone in this room has been on a mission trip or to camp with us before. So I'm just going to ask you guys, can you kind of sum up what camp was like or sum up what a mission trip with our church is like for those people who have not been before? Sabine, you can kick us off. This is my fourth trip with the church, so I have a lot of experience, and Joe and Matthew do a great job of finding a balance between working and learning about God, and there's a great sort of family feeling, so it's not really that stressful, and you can grow in your faith without having to worry. 
Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> started second grade. Let's pass the microphone back down. We'll start with Josh, work our way back. We don't want to get in too much of a routine here, guys. But um, that's kind of what our trips are in a little bit of a nutshell. It's an opportunity for us to break away from home and the routine experiences that go on week to week, get out of our comfort zones, and experience Jesus in a new, exciting, adventurous way. That's what these trips are all about. Um, the camp, for example, Great Escape, we, there's a reason that we drive eight and a half hours to get to that camp. I've never seen anything like it before. It's 600 middle schoolers with about 200 adults. They're just going crazy all week long. And the type of speakers that they bring into camp, they are nationally known speakers that can bring the word of Jesus in ways that I never could, that in ways that I've never seen possible. And it's incredible to see the response that these kids have at camp because we are taking a week to break away from our home, our routine schedule, and we are getting out of our comfort zones. When we went to Memphis, Tennessee, and we'll have these guys talk about it in just a little bit, a little bit more, but we went to Memphis, the whole reason was to break away from Omaha, to experience a new city, a new culture, and new communities, and to see how God works in different people groups. Even though Memphis is just a few 12 hours away, super easy to make the drive, it, it feels like a completely different world when you get there. And yet at the same time, the people are amazing, they're so loving and encouraging, and relationships truly can form. So that's the reason why we do these trips, to break away from the routine of summer and to experience God when we're outside of our comfort zones. With me saying that, I wanna ask you guys, what were a couple of highlights from your individual trips, even thing, either things that happened directly to you or things that you saw happen with someone else. And Mr. Hoynes, you can kick us off. So the nice thing about this trip was what I'm usually best at is manual labor stuff and just you know, putting things together or breaking things. And so on a lot of mission trips, if we have things like that, I tend to thrive. But this trip was a lot different. We had a lot more chances to be relational with people and talk with people. And I realized that was an area of my faith that I hadn't really grown along. So there was some growing that needed to happen, and I guess it did. And I, it was a good experience. It was different. Um, one of my highlights was we went and helped out a community center. And there was a man who had like worked in that place for 37 years, and he had like perfect attendance for 44. And just like seeing how dedicated he was and how much he cared was eye-opener for me because just like having that much dedication towards something in my life is something I should strive for and I had never seen someone do that and like live it out before. Some highlights for camp were like getting closer to like people from the camp making new friends, getting closer to God and the activities with God. Kind of like what Katrina said, um, just um, getting closer to not only the other kids in our but also um, the other kids that are from just around our country. Yeah, no, that's really good. And Sabine and Katrina, you guys have mentioned activities a few times, and we saw a video of some activities. What are some specific things and games that we were playing at camp, just to give people an idea of what exactly was going on? Like, what was Field X all about? What was Field Rec all about? What was Lake Rec all about? What do those things mean? And then field rec was like fun, more like 
human food fall, and then belly bumpers, and then other things that you don't really get wet, and then feel the lake. Yeah, the lake we did mostly just water activities. Um, we did we got rained out a lot, so there wasn't very much. The kickball thing. Oh yeah, there was the kickball water slides. Yeah, slip and slide kickball. Yep, toilet bowl hockey, all those wonderful things. They like to keep these kids very busy at camp. And the way that, one of the big things about Great Escape that I love, and the reason why I love bringing our group back there every single year, they bring in about 30 to 40 different churches from around the Midwest. And during the morning activities, they break all these churches up into these teams. So you get to know kids that you would never know otherwise. And it gives you a real opportunity to create some friendships with people that don't go to your church. But then the afternoon, they have all these tournaments and all these different games and events going on that you can go to either with your church or with friends you're making at camp. So it does an amazing job of, one, making sure that you feel like you're part of the camp by getting involved with other kids from other churches. But at the same time, it also maintains your identity as a church and makes sure that you still know that you're part of your church. And we also had family times in the afternoon and the evenings, opportunities for us to just debrief and talk about what's been going on at camp during the day. A chance for us to talk about the sessions, hear what the kids are thinking about the messages that are being preached. Um, camp is a very, very special opportunity for once again, and I'll say it every single time I get a chance, but it's a chance for us to break away from the routine schedule. That's what it's all about, so that we can experience Jesus in a new way. And speaking of Jesus, I wanted to ask you guys, how did you see God working, either in you or just at camp or on the mission trip with somebody else? How did you see God working on your specific trip? Amazing. Um, I became more social during camp and of course like committing yourself to God was yeah. Um, I don't know, I felt like I really helped, helped me um, step out of my comfort zone and learn more about the importance of like dedicating myself to the word in a regular manner as opposed to just sporadic. Logistically, it's pretty hard to have a bunch of teenagers go to Memphis and be good and not break a bunch of stuff. Um, and we were pretty blessed this trip. We didn't have a lot of tr trouble other than a picture of Rosa Parks. That was unfortunate. Wow. Um, That's the word you would use. It was, we were extremely blessed, and it was, it was great. I saw God in how well we worked as a group and how efficient we were in getting our work done. Mm. And just to highlight on Josh's point, every single place we go to in Memphis, and we broke up our day into morning segments and afternoon segments. We worked with ministries all around the community. We got to see pretty much the entire, or I won't say the entire, but a very, very large portion of the Memphis community. And just having the chance to see all these different neighborhoods. Um, our kids were a blessing to everybody they went to. And I can't tell you how many different people coordinators, directors, people who were in charge of these different nonprofits who would t pull me aside either during our event that we were at or afterwards and just say how impressed they were with our kids because our kids had such a positive attitude no matter what they were doing. And it was something as menial as sweeping a parking lot to things as complex as trying to have a conversation with men in a homeless shelter. 
it was all over the board. And every single time, we had just amazing teenagers who were a blessing to the people they were going to. That's always our goal, that we leave people with a good taste in their mouth when they think of Three Timbers Church, when they think of Omaha, Nebraska. Because believe me, the only thing that Memphis people think about Omaha is corn and horses. They have no idea that there's a city in the middle of the state that actually exists, and it's about as big as they are. It's crazy. But we hopefully have left them with a really good taste in their mouth when they think of Omaha. That's the whole point. And these kids did an amazing job being a blessing to the people they were serving. Uh, another quick question for you guys. Did any part of the trip make a significant impact in your life? Or did you see any of your friends on the trip change because of what they experienced? And Sabine, you could start it because you kind of mentioned Nakia already. really good. And Josh and Katya, I'm going to ask you guys, just talk about a couple of the specific places that we went to, from the community center, to Calvary Chapel, to going to St. Vincent's Soup Kitchen. What were some of your experiences at the specific places that we went to? Or the Le Sioux House? What were some of those things that you guys saw that impacted you? But also what you were talking about, how people were working in an environment that was either impoverished or an environment that was nothing like what we would have here. So we went to a men's rescue mission where there were, I don't know how many homeless men there. Yeah, it seemed like a hundred. And we went to chapel with them twice. And it was really impressive to see how bonded they were. There were a few guys that it was clear they were staying towards the back. They weren't talking that much. But when all the men were singing, it was crazy. It seemed like God was clearly touching their lives. And they were inspired by the Lord, and they were they were changing. They were inspired to have a new, better life. So. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, I felt like the same way in the church. It was just or at Calvary. It was really impressive, and I thought it was amazing how how open it was. How like the fact that they had to go to chapel every night in order to stay there felt like they really. Um, it really changed them in, I don't know, because I didn't stay there long enough, but that's how I felt it was. And also at the soup kitchen, it was really impressive to see how people who are poor, like 
they don't have very much, clearly. How they can be appreciated for what they have and when they could, some of them really had bad attitudes, but some of them were really grateful for the food they had. So that's nice. Yeah, no, that's cool. This is for all four of you guys. Would any of you recommend this type of trip to someone next year? And if so, why? What do you think? Yes. Um, it's kind of a, a little biased. But it's, it's an eye-opening thing, especially if you haven't experienced it before. It's most of the time the places we're going are pretty different culturally, and the places we go in these cities are very different economically. So if you're not used to that kind of life, seeing it is a jarring experience at first, but it's, it's really cool to see how these people thrive and how they interact with each other. So it's, it's a good way to grow your faith. I would say yes as well, because by going and trying to share the love of God to other people, I feel like you learn more about what it means for you personally, and also how you can help people around you. Because if you can have a good attitude towards people who you don't know in the different community, then you should be able to do the same on your own. I would say yes, because you get closer to God. If you want to have a relationship with God, this is the place to go for camp, and you get closer. I would say yes as well, because it's just completely life-changing, no matter how you look at it. Um, because no matter where you go, He just follows you and stays in your heart. Hmm. Absolutely, that's awesome. So I got one last question for these guys. I'm also going to ask you guys, you don't have to answer, don't feel bad. But I'm going to ask you the question as well when we get done with their answers. And this is what I really want us to take away as a church together. So let me ask you guys, what is one memory or one specific lesson that you experienced at camp or you experienced on the mission trip that you want to bring back to Omaha and you want to live out here? So take a second and think about that. What's a lesson that you learned at camp or on the mission trip that you want to live out here in Omaha? For one of the last days, we learned about um, what type of people that you can be, and they compared us like fish, like um, yeah. a carp with a bad one or something. Trout, <laughs> and a trout is a good person, and just um, if you're a trout, then you're like. So for background, real quick, and let me help you out real fast, because everybody's like, are we supposed to go fishing now? What's happening? No, one of the final messages at camp, um, one of our speakers, actually both of our speakers were huge fishermen. They loved to fish. So they related um, different people and the way that people behave to different types of fish. Carp being kind of a bottom feeder, trout being kind of neutral, they can blend in anywhere, and then musky, which were kind of like the prize fish and how every good fisherman always wants to live their life trying to catch a muskie. And if they ever do it, then it's a huge, huge thing for them. So what they were trying to teach us was that in our lives, sometimes if we hang out with carp or we hang out with people who are bad influences, we're going to start smelling like carp. And that's not a very good smell considering they're bottom feeders. And sometimes we get stuck living like trout where we just blend into any and every situation that we're in. We're like chameleons. 
and we take on the habits, we take on the personalities of the groups that we hang out with, whether it's at school or in our teams, when we're on sports or dance or anything else or at home, we just kind of blend in to whatever group we're a part of. But a muskie, a muskie is hard to find and a muskie is a prize fish. And it's amazing how if you find a muskie, that you'll tell other people about it. I have no idea, I don't fish, I'm just telling you what they told me, so I'm just believing that's true. But the whole lesson was about how we can strive to be a good influence on people and be that prize fish, not for us, but for Jesus, that we could live out a life as a muskie and not get stuck with carp or get stuck with trout. Does that kind of make sense? So how did that make an impact on you and how do you want to bring that back to Omaha? Um, just for uh, trying to be myself a muskie because, um, I mean, I'm not a carp, So like I mentioned, I want to ask you guys all the questions. You haven't been maybe on a mission trip this year. Maybe you never have. Maybe this is your first time in this church. Maybe you've been coming to this church for a very, very long time. But one of the reasons why we exist is to connect people to the transforming and redeeming love of Jesus Christ. That's why Three Timbers Church is here. And we like to have fun. We like to fellowship with one another. We like to have a good time and do a bunch of different social events. We love those things. But the reason why these kids, why these students are going on these types of trips is not to have an emotional high or not to have a good vacation or to have a fun adventure. The reason why they're going is so that it can be a launching pad for them to jump back in their communities here at home, inspired, engaged, and replicating themselves among the other peers in their schools, in their classrooms, on their sports teams, and anywhere else. The reason why we go on trips like these is not to have a mountain peak experience, but to have a beginning experience that we can bring back home and start sharing with our friends, with our neighbors, with our coworkers, with our fellow students. My question for you is this, do you feel like you could apply any lesson that you have learned over the last year right now to the community in Omaha that you're a part of, to your neighborhood, to your workplace, to your family, is there anything that you could be sharing with the people in your life about Jesus that you haven't done yet? Are you living a musky life? 
which once again, I have no idea what a muskie looks like. I hope it looks good. But are you living a life that people would admire and people would follow after? If people thought of you, do they think of something different about you? Because you have the scent of Jesus on you. That's the question. We go on these trips to experience things so we can bring them back home. So we can live them out in our daily lives in Omaha, in Bennington, in Elkhorn, and anywhere else. That's the reason why we do these trips. And it is completely worth it if we have that right mindset. So these young people have been learning all summer long from others around them and strangers far away. But now when we get into the school year, we're going to be applying what we have learned and what we've experienced at camp on our mission trip at so many other experiences that we've had over the summer, like worlds of fun. One thing there is make sure you drink a lot of water. We learned that. Now we're going to apply that, right, Katrina? Always important to do. But we're going to be trying to live out what we've learned this entire school year. And our challenge as the youth ministry here at this church is that you would do the same thing. That you would live out what you have been learning in your private Bible studies, in your devotionals, in your conversations with friends, in your small groups, on Sunday mornings at church. Would you live that out throughout the week so that other people could see the difference in you, the difference that is Jesus? Because we want to connect people to the transforming and redeeming love of Christ. That's why we exist as a church. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, we'll have Jeff come on up. Can you guys give him a round of applause real quick? Thank you so much, you guys. Excellent work. You guys want to throw those stools right over there? I hope that wow. through what these students said in this message, uh, they're powerful because they were willing to say.